Hi, this is Roy Jones with Man Talk Radio Podcast. Our mission is to break down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Radio broadcast will be starting in just a few seconds. Thank you. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours, a time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here, now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours, and if you joined us in the first episode, we've been. T- if you didn't, I'm going to tell you what we were talking about, so you're good either way. We were talking about what are you doing during this season to give your heart life? Right? There's plenty that's coming at it just to kind of just chip away, just attack it, right? All the COVID updates, all the things you got to do, all the protocol, what you can do, what you can't do, all these rules and regulations and all these things that are just tying you down. The the political atmosphere, oh my gosh, if you mm-hmm. don't feel oppression there somehow, mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't. Yeah, I mean, you could you could maybe play like 10 seconds of, of the clip that we played earlier, too, because um, you definitely don't want this to be said of your heart by the time this season is over. Yeah, but it could be if you're not careful. So let's just get a few seconds of it. McCoy. Dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> there you go. And it goes on for a little bit longer, but it gets pretty funny. Yeah, actually. and even he's worse than dead. His brain is gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, you know, which happened right after the... Um, debate the other night. Oh, it's gosh. pretty much everybody that watched it, their brains had been sucked out. Oh, if you made it, <clears throat> yeah, if you made it, I didn't. I didn't even watch any of it. Honestly, I watched a lot of it in clips afterwards. And you know, my uh, oldest son watched it. You know, he's in his second round of being able to vote. You know, and so he's really engaged. And he was like, Bless "I can't believe heart. I can't believe I watched this whole thing." <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, yeah, it, it did get real good. But and then you, you have all the social unrest stuff yeah. that is important and the political thing is important and the COVID thing is important Mm -hmm. and they're vital and you need to know certain things, but it can wear at your heart if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. Right. We played the bump in in the other show of hungry heart. You know, everybody has a hungry heart. What are you feeding your heart during this season? Are you feeding it things that gives it life or are you letting it consume some things that doesn't give it life? Mm -hmm. You know, early on I, I was real consumed i number one i was sick mm-hmm. i was in the hospital um when they shut down the hospitals literally um when it was announced no doctor's visits you know no no hospital no elective surgeries all that stuff i was in the hospital when that happened and i looked at my doctor and said hey look i know i need to be in here for another three or four days but i'm going home and she said yep you're going home you're married to a nurse she can take care of you. We're going to get you out of here. And I was like, good deal. Let's go. And so I was feeling, you know, good about that. But co- then coming home, I can't do anything. I mean, I'm cut from stem to stern, you know. I mean, I was I was laying in bed, you know, just healing. And I'm watching the news, you know, constantly watching all this COVID stuff and researching everything I could get on the Internet. I'm a, I'm a researcher. I'm a teacher at heart and... And I want to dig and dig and dig. And and so and I was doing that for, you know, quite a while to the point where it was like, no, this this is going to kill me. Um, and oddly enough, while I was in the hospital, 
um, I had had uh, an experience one night. I couldn't sleep. I, I have a hard time sleeping in the hospital because of hospital beds, and I can't sleep on my back. And when your whole sternum to you know belly button is cut open, um, you can't lay on your side uh, initially. And so I'm just laying there not sleeping at night and literally almost in tears just saying, God, I, I really I'm so tired. I just need some rest. I just need, you know, some sleep. And and at one point I'm just having a conversation with God and I look down at my stomach and there's this massive wound. And I went, man, that is some kind of wound, isn't it? <laughs> and I just feel like God's going, yeah, yeah, that is. And, you know, a wound is a great place for healing to start. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I could, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of get where you're going there, but what type of healing are we talking about? And so my word for the year has been healing. And we talked about this three weeks ago. I wasn't there that night, but, um, but as I began to process that, you know, I all year long, God has been going after that and just reminding me, hey, hey, we're 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 doing some healing. And so some of the things I've done for my heart this year, and it, and it is opposed, but some of the things I've done is uh, opposed. What or, did I say? Or, well, I did, it sounded like you said it was opposed. Oh, oh, no. Opposed. Opposed. Yes. Yeah, no, it's not a, it's not a pose as in I'm posing. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. I do pose a lot, just, you know, not, not in that particular area. Yeah, not that um, And so, I, you know, one of the things I, I've started doing is, um, you know, we have a good friend that, that is also a, a deeply spiritual counselor. And uh, so I've, I've started, you know, spending some time with him every couple of weeks and digging into some stuff. Because honestly, when... When I was first diagnosed as, you know, when I ended up in the emergency room and the doctor said, look, we're going to have to cut you open and we're going to have to cut your colon out and we're going to have to give you a colostomy. I went, uh, no. And she said, well, you, you really don't have a choice. It's either that or die. And I said, I'm good with that. Uh, you know, and, and so Kim, our friend, Kim Whitehurst, who's a great counselor in the triad area. If you live in this area and you need counseling, I would highly suggest Kim, um, you know, Kim goes, so what was what was with that, Darren? I mean, why were you willing to die rather than go through something that was going to bring you some healing? And so been digging into that a little bit and asking that question. And, and God's really, you know, bringing some healing in that regard and, and some enlightenment on that. And so, um, you know, trying to do that, trying to take... Uh, the mo i'm also building a house this year and that's extremely stressful um, because i'm the contractor on it basically and uh i've never done that before so i'm losing my mind right now but basically i try to start out every day with look if this is the worst thing that happens to me this year i'm okay mm -hmm. you know i mean so the plumber hadn't showed up for the last seven weeks that he was supposed to show up and and dig a trying. trench he's trying. he's trying really hard he's just not doing um and i won't say who the plumber is but anyway that's my dilemma his equipment is sitting in my driveway right now it has been for three days he lost his equipment for a while it's now there we found it i 
you know, <laughs> Sam told me the other day, you should just text him a picture of his equipment and say, hey, I found your equipment for you, but I still don't have a trench and I still don't have a water pipe, you know, going from the road to my house. And so, but again, I'm not going to lose my mind about mm-hmm. that. I can laugh about that. Now, it's it's a little bit upsetting because it is delaying things. But if that's the worst thing that happens to me this year, I'm okay with that, honestly. And I'm trying to adopt that mantra a little bit. Yeah, it, it's good. I, For me, I had a situation that it's not nearly as deep as yours, you know, but it's been very revealing to me. I had uh, back in May had these two, I don't know, 30-foot-plus trees, maple trees in my yard. I didn't know what they were until they split in half and they had to be cut yeah. up, you know. But uh, that a weird storm came through, and, and I was like, well, that was kind of a weird storm. It seemed kind of violent at times. And then I started getting texts from my neighbors that my two front trees had split in half. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, nothing hit the house, fortunately. Nothing was really too bad in the street, just enough that it had to be dealt with. And, you know, it hit at a time where finances were really weren't in a, good, a great shape. And I'm like, how, how's this even going to work? I don't even know how to do it. And, you know, God kind of stepped in and helped me find mm-hmm. somebody that came over and got the trees out at a reasonable price. And I was just mad about it for a while, you know, because I really liked those trees. They had shade mm-hmm. to the house. They were pretty. And I was mad, you know, and I wasn't really mad at God, but I was just mad about it. You know, I'd look out mm-hmm. at these big stumps in my yard and go those used to be nice trees Mm. well so i went through the process you know around july sometime i had somebody come grind the stumps out and i thought well they at least if i could get somebody to grind them because i went to rent a grinder and it's cost more to rent the grinder than has somebody to do it Mm. and so i had somebody do it again money that i wasn't sure i had and they came and did it and then i said well i'll just haul off the mulch not knowing that two trees produced 31 wheelbarrows full of mulch (laughs) Two stumps. Really? Yeah, I still have the. I'm still healing up of the, the scars of my thumbs. But what started happening is I worked out there and it was hot and it was miserable and I was unhappy. I was frustrated about it. I didn't want to be there. Is you know once I got you know all that mulch up and and got the rest of it cleared out and then I put some topsoil down and put some grass seed down and put some uh, straw on it a few weeks ago. Started watering it. And then I was out there checking it every day, you know, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I see these little green things, spark, you know, jumping mm-hmm. up. And in my heart was as, as those little pieces of grass would come up, my heart would become more alive. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know, it was just this whole taking something that was felt very devastating. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean that like a health situation, but just something, a, a shot to your heart mm-hmm. that just makes you mad. It's like, really? On top of all this other stuff, I got to deal with this too, right? And then all of a sudden God said, no, I can use this. And, and, you know, I, I checked my yard before I left. You know, I had these mm-hmm. two little spots that still aren't growing grass, but they're getting some green now. You know, I'm out there mm-hmm. watering it every day and just the, the joy. And so for the last, like, three or four weekends, I've been out working in my yard, just creating more and more of a nicer place to go outside. Last Saturday night, my son ended up having something he needed to do and wasn't home. We're planning to do a fire pit. I went outside and sat for seven hours at the fire pit and just <laughs> enjoyed it. Listen to some music, just sit outside, it's a beautiful night, mm-hmm. you know, just watching the fire, you know, all that stuff and just being out in nature, feeding my heart on things that, that wasn't Netflix. You know, because part of the mm-hmm. thing that we're talking about, how's the enemy been coming after you during this time? And so anyway, that was a long story. Well, but that, God, that story God really man, helped me. That story, sound, I thought it, it sounded like to me it was j- the story of Jonah without the whale. You know, the the gourd and how the gourd came up and he and then God took it away and all. And it was like, cool story, though. Well, thank you. It, you know, it's been good. It's, it, it's helped me realize I enjoy taking something and turning it into something 
that I feel is better. <laughs> right? And I think everybody's like that in one mm. realm or another, whether that's, you know, with equipment or whether mm. it's with building something or whatever that might be. You know, but for me, I found, okay, I need a little bit of that each week to, to go do something that's going to mm-hmm. improve to where I can look at it and go, that looks a little better because of some effort I did. It does my heart yeah. well. Gives you some purpose. Yeah. And it's not like this big earth shattering thing. It's not mm-hmm. like people are going to go by yeah. and go, oh, those two little spots in your yard look awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not that. It, it doesn't need to be that because it's about my heart. You. Yep. Yeah. What's in your bring, heart. Yeah. Bring yeah. my heart life. Because honestly, for the most of the time up until then, until the trees came down, I was looking for a new Netflix series or something on yeah. Hulu or something that, you know, Disney Plus or whatever that I hadn't yeah. seen before, that I hadn't seen 20 times yeah. that I would be willing to watch again. Well, then, like, you know, Robbie Ted, you showed him the show Kubla Kai or what it was. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. And it was like, oh, I got to watch the backstory. And then he mm-hmm. just binge watches the whole yeah. thing, you know. And it's what you get into. You get into yeah. a certain groove and Netflix is just prime for that next episode starts in five seconds yeah. you don't have oh, to get up you don't right. have to push anything no. it's like i can even wait through that i don't even have to hit go now well every once in a while they'll come up and say are you still watching <laughs> right and so yeah. you have to hit the button <laughs> exactly then. otherwise okay. that's when you shut off you that's when you know you've been watching too much <laughs> yeah. yeah i think it's like it's at least a couple hours yeah. before right. that happens yeah. yeah i've had it happen oh yeah yeah, and not that, again, watching Netflix is a bad thing. There's sometimes that my heart needs just a little bit to unwind. There's yeah. good stuff on there, despite right. all the other bad stuff. Even if it's just stupid stuff on there that you watch, like I'll, sometimes I'll just go on and, and put on um, that, that show Pawn Stars, you know, yeah. out there, and mm-hmm. just to watch what people are bringing in yeah, is like yeah. history. Yeah. You know, and not that I really like the show or even really like the characters that much. I like the things they bring in. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I may just put that on just to kind of clear my head. Yep. But six hours of that would not be good for well, my heart. Well, that's <laughs> well, that's where we have to go look for the things in something else that's good for us. Yeah, yep. You know, some other people are, oh, I just love the characters. Well, you like the stuff. And mm-hmm. we have to find what's good for us in our heart. And it could be yeah. different at different seasons. Exactly. Yep. And Mine we, was Alaska Last Frontier. You like that too, Darren? Yeah, that I've was. I've always liked that, yeah. Yeah, just the the can-do attitude of, of that and then the adventure that they have and stuff. That, that was and it was a go-to, but eventually I began to realize I need something kind of like you. I need something something I'm actually touching and stuff. And I, I put out a garden. My my word for the year was abundance, which I was thinking it was going to be more like restoration, but it, it came back to abundance. And I, I have to say that this year has been one of the better years for my heart, and it's because I got quieter. Now, I've I'm not always – I've not been good through this. There's been times when I've gotten – you know, I've watched the news too much. I've gotten focused on, you know, stuff that I don't need to or whatever. But overall, it really has been a good year of abundance with the Lord. I feel much more like in John 15 where it says I'm connected to the vine. Much more, you know, Harold, you were mentioning Scripture a while. I've been on the uh, one-year Bible plan for two years now and probably going to finish up. It's going to take me two years to read through the Bible, but it has done my heart and it's kind of funny going through that plan how how many times the scripture really did match my time and i'm like well the world said i or the plan said i needed to do this in a year but i'm right on time you know so that was one thing but back to my garden my small garden it was really i don't have a lot of room up in boom where i'm at and i'm kind of on a side of a hill but i planted some tomatoes and then i planted some squash you got this huge squash you know, that was really cool to do. It's been a while since I've been able to garden, you know, and, and I don't know that I could say anything really pr- produced an abundance, but my jalapenos, I kicked it. I mean, you guys yeah. were the benefactors of that. So, 
you know, it's just been a cool year of, with all the bad, God can be there providing you what you need for your heart. He knows how we he created us. He knows what we need. And if we just seek him, we'll find those things. Yeah, the, the painting I've actually been working on that, that I think it's going to end up being, it started out as a scene from the beach from a couple of years ago when I first started on it. And it happened to be night, so the, the water was really dark. And so the more I've been sitting there and, and kind of where I've been, it's become like hopefully moving from uh, 2020 to 2021, one side of it's really dark and got a lot of rain clouds and lots of stuff. And the other side, you're starting to get some light, you know, and I'm really, I, I'm, I'm hoping that that's a mantra that says, okay, it's going to be better, you know, the next year than it was this year. Cause I feel like my heart's been kind of making that travel of just feeling just this oppression, right? Cause the enemy comes after you during this time, you know, Proverbs tells us, and was it, is it Proverbs 320, Darren? 420. 420. Uh, guard your heart for it's a wellspring of life. Right? Well, don't take that lightly. Guard your heart because that's what gives you life. You may think it's your brain, but I promise you it's your heart. Right? Your heart is where you do your deepest thinking. Right? You don't fall in love with somebody because it makes good financial sense. I promise you that. You fall in love with somebody because your heart says to fall in love with them. If you have a kid... You know, it doesn't make financial sense to have a kid. None at all. They cost you lots of money over the years. You better have a big farm. if. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but your heart, man, hold them for the first time and it's over, right? Yeah. Right? Those heart makes the biggest decisions, so guard that heart. Earlier I gave the hint about the U Bible for your phone. Got another one. F. Lagarde Smith arranged the Bible in chronological order. And it's arranged so that you read through the entire Bible in a year. Uh, I've been doing that now for quite a number of years. I highly recommend that as a way of trying to help your heart in these times because starting your day out in both of those two ways will see you down the road away. Yeah, you're feeding your heart something good. Yeah, and you got to have that community. That words were... You have community with God and you have community with some others in a different way, you know, as well as our Tuesday nights, which is, you know, like you said, Andy, you've got another group started that's going, I mean, brotherhood for for us guys is important, sisterhood, and then shared community, you know, whether it's through church or some other way, it's it's all good. For me, I'm more like you, Andy, this year has been one of the best for my heart. Mm -hmm. I'm. I really have not been into the COVID thing at all. When it started, I didn't watch a whole lot of news. I'm like, well, yeah, it's going to come here. It's going everywhere. Look how bad it is in China to start with. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're all standing around shocked, trying to blame everybody. And it's like, well, if y'all would just shut up and try to <laughs> just solve it together, I'm sure we'd be all better off, you know? But you you have then all the other things are happening. And like, I knew about it. And I listened to enough to go, okay, I'm informed. I know what's going on. I know enough truth. So let me get back to the truth and get into the word. And that's been really good. But just to be able to, for me, I've been out fishing more. And I've never been a big fisherman. I got to the point where I'm talking to my son. Well, I'm, well, I'm doing this. I'm thinking that. What do you think? And he's like, Dad, I, I think you know more than me now. Because he's like, you're out fishing and doing this stuff. And he hasn't fished now for a while. He's in school and he's just busy. And he's he had, he had to work all summer too. And he's just... A busy guy and he's working multiple jobs and doing and going to school and he's just bare down so i'm like well 
I'm kind of the opposite. I'm freed up. I've got time. I'm like, and I'm taking time. I'm being that intentionality. I'm like, I am going to go fish. I'm going to go do this and that. I've talked to all the neighbors that, because of a set of ponds behind us and all people live around the ponds. I've talked to all of them. Hey, you know, is it okay if I come down and fish? Do you mind? Can I do this or do that? And got to know them. It's been really nice. And uh, the guy that comes out at, you know, you're about 5.30 in the evening to 6 o'clock and walks his dog. So I get to see the dog and pet him and we talk and chit-chat. I, that is so freeing. That is wonderful for my heart. And you have to be intentional about going out and doing those kinds of things. Well, as guys, I think we get so caught up in providing and doing all the responsibility stuff. And we feel like they're being a good soldier. But whenever you walk away and don't really take care of your heart and do these things you guys are talking about, you're 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 not going to have the life that you need to continue on to do those important things and have the influence to your family that you need. Yeah, the Rodney was talking about something. I've been trying to figure out a project I can do in my yard. I'm going to go fishing Saturday morning because <laughs> I haven't been fishing. I don't know how yeah. long. Yeah. I enjoy fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out. You know, hopefully I'm catching when I'm out there, not just fishing. You know, I was, I was afraid you're going to share the story again, Rodney, how you used to listen to our podcast. You found some you really liked. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. like you did at the, the really show. good podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something that's that. fresh. Hey, and hey, I'm clear back to season four. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as we're talking about this, um, we've got another clip that we can oh, play yeah. from Bagger Vance, which we all decided is, you know, probably as a group, it might be our favorite movie. Um and ultimately, what happens if you don't do some intentional work with your heart, you'll end up kind of like Bagger does in this clip. And it, if you remember the movie, he's had a horrible day. Judah. He's 12 or Judah, uh, Juna. He's 12 shots back. He's getting his head handed to him. And Bagger's trying to cheer him up a little bit. And Juna just doesn't want to hear it. And then this conversation happens where Juna gets really deep for a minute about the, basically, the life of the heart. Let me tell you something. There's no difference between winning and losing and anything in between. What's lost is lost. A man lives, a man dies. And in the end, it all turns out the same. You're alone. And that's all you're ever going to be. Matter of fact, alone. So a soul is born with everything that the Lord can give it, and things don't go its way, so it just gives up, and the good Lord just takes everything back? That's right. And then the soul dies alone. But well, that's pretty much what you said? That's right. That's a sad story, Mr. Jenner. Yes, it is. And that's, that's about the dumbest thing I heard any fool say ever. You got yourself a hard eye there, Mr. Jenner. Soul is born with everything. Don't look dies in the good Lord. You a funny man, Mr. Jenner. <laughs> well, Harold, you knew Juna personally, didn't you? Yeah, and, you watched uh, him hit the ball 300 yeah, yards off the tee. Harold was the little boy following <laughs> Juna around um, in the movie. And, and so, um, I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Well, I'm old, but I do have one more recommendation. Okay. If you don't already have one, get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now, I mean, dogs are therapeutic. If if you know, if you don't believe that, uh, you know, dogs don't bring life. I I my dogs have been sick a lot lately, and we've spent a lot of money on them. Thankfully, we have pet insurance. But 
but man, I, I love them. I mean, we have three of them now. We are supposed to be fostering dogs for a rescue until somebody else adopts them. The problem is all the ones we foster, we fall in love with and we decide we need to keep them. The good news is you're 100% on adoption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm with you, Harold. Uh, you know, when all else fails, when you can snuggle up to a dog and pat his head and or or when I'm sitting there in deep thought and frustrated and my dog comes up and and this will tell you a lot about my life. I'll be reclined in my recliner, and my dog will come up behind me and lick my bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to be upset about uh, anything right. when your dog loves you that much. Yeah. I, so. I took my dog this last week. I, I have a dog that was my daughter's dog. Now it's been my dog. He's been with us 13 years. And, you know, I thought, oh, he's slowing down. He's getting a lot older. And, you know, I just haven't, during COVID, I haven't been able to get him out to get him groomed or anything. And, you know, he just had slowed down so much. I'm thinking he's not going to make it much longer. You know, I may not have him another year. Went and got him a haircut. You think he's a puppy? He couldn't see. That was his problem. He had all his hair in his eyes. Now he runs around like he's a puppy again. And I'm like, where's that magic haircut for me, man? That's what I need. But that's what we're talking about is give your heart a shot of a haircut or something that makes it see a little We don't have that problem, do we, Darren? Yeah, no. yeah. You, you don't have to spend money on this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, that, that's exactly what's wrong with us, though. We walk around in this fog. We walk around with what the world, what the enemy keeps hitting us with. Mm-hmm. Right? And we got to guard our heart and give us that shot of life. You know, I've been listening to uh, a podcast that I like, um, other other than ours. Um, I've been listening to John Eldridge's Wild at Heart podcast here. Um, I've listened to it for years, but the last five weeks he's been talking specifically about the ambivalence of the second coming of Christ, that that we kind of live in this ambivalence of, well, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people out there right now saying, hey, it's coming. It's it's coming next week. It's coming next month. It's coming the year after. Um, and I don't know the answers. And, and in fact, mm. you know, my Bible tells me that we're not going to know, but there, there are some some signs perhaps that will tell us mm. When times are getting closer, and and I know this, we're closer today than we were yesterday. Amen. Mm-hmm. But one of the the things that uh, that is made a difference in this time for me is 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 that just thinking about you know what I probably have lived a lot of my life not really with that expectation of this might be it, this might be the year. And I'm good with that. I'm, I'm excited about that, yes. quite frankly, because I, I'm looking for some deeper restoration that's only going to come, you know, on the other side of, of this. In the meantime, what I'd ask you to do this week is just be honest with yourself. Do you feel weary? Do you feel beat down? Do you feel like you just don't have much going on? Mm-hmm. You need a shot of life and go ask God, where can I get that life this week? And I can tell you, you're going to get some great life if you come to the boot camp, mm-hmm. November 12th through 15th. We're not doing it to make money. We don't make money on these things. We, spend we see money. people's hearts come alive, and we know that's what this world needs. This is the Truth Network.